0: You're listening to the Autism in Action podcast, the place for families all across America to connect with autism resources, services, and support. I'm your host, Tasha Rollins, licensed professional counselor associate, private practice owner, boy mom, autism advocate, published author, and autism parenting coach. I help families learn to advocate and navigate through the world of autism. Each week, you'll have a chance to listen in to other autism experts and learn about additional resources. Let's embrace the idea there's more to autism than we know, and there's always, always hope. With the internet at our fingertips, there's no excuse for families not to receive the services they need. This podcast will help bridge the gap of missing information and services for autism all across America. Hey guys, Tasha Rollins here. I just wanted to come on real quick and let you guys know we have got our website up and running, www.tasharollins.com, and that is spelled T-O-S-H-A-R-O-L-L-I-N-S. So www.tasharollins.com, and here you're going to find all the episodes to the Autism in Action podcast, some additional resources, we've started a blog to kind of throw out some interesting reads and um, really truthfully if you guys can also check out the autism in action facebook group that would be great join that group you're going to get all kind of amazing articles from all of our featured guests that are shared into one spot so you can find everything that you're looking for in one place if you need to reach me please feel free to send me an email Tasha D. Rollins at gmail.com with any questions, please make sure that in the subject line you put autism in action podcast. Um, and that way I will know to, to make sure that uh, we get a, get a reply back to you guys. Um, if you're on social media on Facebook or Instagram LinkedIn, please share our podcast episodes. That just helps us grow our mission and help Families all across America connect with the services, resources, and support that they need. And when you do that, use hashtag Autism in Our new book is available on Amazon, Autism Unspoken Until Now. It's a collection, an emotional collection of memoirs from moms to moms with children on the spectrum. We are looking for sponsors, guys. We need your help. We want to go to the 2020 Converge Autism Conference that's taking place locally here in Greenville, South Carolina in April please consider helping us grow our mission of helping families connect with resources, services, and support by making a monthly sponsorship for this podcast. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll get back to our scheduled interview. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Autism in Action podcast. I'm your host, Tasha Rollins, and we are here today with another special guest. We have got Mr. Terry Bolda from Engaged Employment in Simpsonville, South Carolina. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today.
1: Well, glad to be here, Tasha. Glad to be part of your program.
0: Well, I am just so excited to learn about what it is that you are doing for our community and how you help the special needs population.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, what I'm doing is I'm helping people with special needs, especially autism, intellectual disabilities, get employment. And what we, t- the difference is it's competitive employment. You're working with regular employers like everybody else. And the difference is you've got a job coach working with you who knows about the disability and knows the challenges that you have and can help maneuver the, the workforce, help you get the job, and, and communicate with the employer. <clears throat>
0: that is so needed in this area of work, especially in our community, because I know where I'm at, we're in a very rural area. We're not too far from you, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. I'm so excited about that uh, with my two sons and and hope that when we go forward that they'll be able to work with you in the future. Um, How is it that your services specifically differentiate from the state provided services that are offered?
1: Um, The the biggest difference is just the carryover it's it's um traditionally what's been available through vocational rehab in other of the state agencies and this goes in hand throughout the country is a training program that prepares you for the workforce and gives you some of the skills you need to get going but is limited and sometimes like with vocational rehab it might be just a 90-day Program and then at the end of that you're you're on your own with the work that I do, Tasha. It there's a continuum of services, and um, once you get a job coach, they help you find the job, apply for the job, interview for it, and then after you get the job, there's on-the-job coaching that can be pretty intensive at first when somebody first starts starts a job, but eventually is just a check in maybe once or twice a month but the service can continue Um, and I want to explain something that there's two different ways that you get job coaching. I'm with a nonprofit here in South Carolina called SOS Healthcare which the title is a little deceiving. They do a lot of services for families with autism but they recently began doing what we call supportive employment. And that is offered through the agency here in South Carolina called Department of Disabilities and Special Needs. And with that, people who have Medicaid, it's the the avenue for getting this kind of service through the waiver. And that can continue almost, you know, as long as needed. And then the other thing that I'm doing is private pay. And that's what the engaged employment business is all about. That's job coaching that parents or families pay through private pay, and that is, I started that up because there's such a waiting list for services that, and there's people that just fall through the cracks, and they don't get Medicaid. We were in that situation for quite a while with our son, and we had to fight through the system, Social Security. We had to appeal, appeal, and have a court hearing, and finally get Medicaid. It took more than two years to do that and the waiting list right now in South Carolina is thousands. For one of the waivers, um, our son is 8,237. So what do p- families do? They, they need something, and that's why I started up Engaged Employment.
0: Well, I think that is just so amazing, and your personal experience as a father contributes so much to this arena as well. Um, right. With <clears throat> Engaged Employment, <clears throat> Um, you guys are located in Simpsonville, South Carolina. What is the best way for parents to reach out and get in touch with you if they're interested in learning more about what you offer?
1: Well, they can send me an email and and my email is Terry and that's T-E-R-R-Y, not I or I-E, I am a man, T-E-R-R-Y dot BOLDA, which is B as in Boston, O-L, da at gmail.com. They can also go to the website, which is engagedemployment.com.
0: Awesome. Do you have any um, particular advice for parents uh, venturing out with their children and, and their young adults into this arena? What can they do to help them prepare to work with you?
1: Well, there's a lot that needs to be done, and, and it's, it's really challenging. You, as a parent, you have to be your advocate. You're, you're your child's best advocate. You have to be connecting with the providers, with the agencies in your state that provide these services. Like I said, in South Carolina specifically, it's the Department of Disabilities and Special Needs. Um, here we have waivers. Other states have similar type um, things, way, ways to get connected with services, but you have to get ahead of it. You, you can't wait until somebody's graduated a year out of high school and then start looking at things. You have to start, what we do here is we start when they are sophomores in high school and they start career exploration. They, they go to different things to learn about jobs. They get some kind of training. And the schools have different internships to start getting them in there. But if you have a, a child with autism or other special needs, you have to see what you have to do to get that support through through the government, if it's Medicaid, and um, get those ducks in a row and um, get going on that. And just come up with a plan. Come up with, you know, okay, when they're a sophomore, we're going to do this. Junior, that. By the time they're graduating, you should know if they're going to go on to college, which is a whole different thing. The people we work with are the ones that aren't on the education track. So they're the ones that have aged out of the the system of public education, and that's at 21. They need to be, and that's what we always call falling off the cliff, is where all of a sudden they're out and there's nothing for them. Well, there is something for them, but you have to work and find out what that is.
0: I absolutely adore that. And it does take a lot of advocacy on the parent's behalf, uh, for their child because they don't come into this world knowing how to do all of this, you know, mm-hmm. and as parents, we have, most of us have been in the employment field and, and we understand, you know, the concept of a resume and an interview and what's appropriate behavior in the workplace and what's not appropriate behavior in the workplace. So that is definitely something that, um, should be considered. For us, fortunately, we got started on seeking all of these services in middle school. And um, there was a lot that was offered. And then again, towards the latter part of high school, it just seems like everything just kind of fell off. You know, we participated with Voc Rehab and we participated with uh, the Department of Disabilities and Special Needs. However, I will do a little bit more research with that too, because uh, we we haven't really uh, worked in that supported employment arena with them either. Um so it's primarily just been through vocational rehabilitation that, that mm-hmm. we've had experience, personal experience with. Um now you have what's called a roadmap to competitive employment.
1: Right. I noticed
0: that on your your website and that was very inform very informative in terms of how you operate. Would you care to just go through that for a moment?
1: Sure. Um you know, it all begins with, with an assessment and which is like about one or two hours in the person's home. We always like to do it in the home because that's the most comfortable uh, atmosphere, place for the person to, to meet with the individual, young adult, uh, usually the parents. Sometimes they're in group homes, so it'd be like the director or so in the group home. Uh, the case manager, we like to get them involved. Which, by the way, that's where it all begins. Um, and I think this might be across the board: is case management. You need to connect with a case management agency right away, and they're kind of they conduct all these, you know, services. They'll help you maneuver through it and um, get the supportive employment you need. So they would connect you then with somebody like SOS Healthcare. For another state provider agency, and then we set up uh, the assessment. And I do the same thing. I actually engage employment. I follow the same kind of the same process. I customize it a little bit based on what I've learned, but based, it's it's still a lot the same with the assessment. And then we come up with the job development plan and goals. Um, you know, what would be the best job for the person? We look at their interests, their hobbies volunteering. You know, basically, what do you like to do? The The best thing we can do for any of these folks is find out, you know, what is the stress? You know, a lot of them can't deal with stress. So usually from the get-go, it's part-time employment. If you try full-time, if they haven't done that, that could just set them off on the wrong, wrong direction. So that's one thing. And then what do you like doing? You know, what If you can get somebody doing something they really like, and then the next thing is where they do it, and what I found so often is getting that partner of an employer, a lot of times it's a small business, it could be a large business, but I have found that these smaller environments or businesses with with a manager, an owner that is sensitive and wants to make a difference in the community, that's where we want to go and we get them going on something part time. Um, We start coaching them and um, they're they're off and running.
0: (laughs) Well, that is awesome. How many clients have you worked with over time?
1: Well, right now I've got um, six people in jobs following along and there's two, I just got a new person recently and then I'm working with another guy that I'm trying to get them jobs so those just began so right now that's about eight and um, since I've been doing this there's been dozens of people that I've worked with and gotten in jobs most of them have kept it there have been some that it hasn't worked out and then they've gone you know it just just didn't work for them but there that's the exception most most of the people that I've worked with have gotten jobs and have stuck with them. I've got a guy right now that has been at, you know, he's, he's doing stocking or I should say stocking. He's putting items out on shelves and, um, you know, um, he's been there over three and a half years and he's the, the longest working employee, employee at this, this company. So I'm very proud of him. Um, and it's, everybody's different. Everybody's unique. That's, that's really what's exciting about the kind of work I'm doing is you just don't know what you're going to get. (laughs) And everybody's, everybody's, there's surprises, interesting things, beautiful things that you see happening. Um, One guy I'm working with right now has just got a fantastic, he just wants to work and he wants, he, he said, I want to make you proud. I said, you're making me proud. I had him through a training program and he just had such a, just a great personality. He just wants to, he wants to do something. So, um, it's exciting.
0: That is so exciting. So exciting. Well, Mr. Bolda, is there anything at all that you would like to share with our listeners before we close today?
1: Um, you know, I would share that you don't give up. You know, I, it's, it's, it's really hard when you're, you're working with or have a child with a disability, or especially the intellectual disability, cognitive disability. I mean, you could have somebody that could seem to be a genius, but because of autism or something, they just can't make it happen. And I, I would share, don't give up. You know, they can do it. There's something out there for them. Um, it's just a matter of finding what that is, and then getting help from, from, from others, getting, getting a company, getting a job coach, you know, that's going to help make it happen. And just, just don't give up. Don't give up on them.
0: Well, thank you again for taking the time to be here today. Engaged employment in Simpsonville, South Carolina. And I'm going to go over your website one more time, engagedemployment.com. And if you want to reach out to Mr. Terry Bolda, you can by emailing him at Terry T E R R Y. .bolda, b-o-l-d-a at gmail.com thank you so much for being here today
1: you bet thanks tasha
0: thank you so much for listening to the autism in action podcast for show notes more information and downloads head on over to tasharollins.com And join the Autism in Action Facebook group to stay connected. Please leave a review on iTunes and help spread awareness on social by sharing this episode.